Speaking for Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers, I welcome you to What's New. My name is Ed Peters. We return today to Matthew chapter 28, moving on to verses 16 through 18. We see from these verses that all 11 of the disciples received the message from the women and they go to Galilee. Even though some were not fully convinced that Jesus was truly alive, they all went to Galilee and to meet him there. Jesus speaks to them, and his words convince them, even those with doubts, that he was alive. Everything was just as he said it would be. Now, here are these verses, and Matthew writes, Then the eleven disciples left for Galilee, going to the mountain where Jesus said that they would find him. There they met him and worshipped him, but some of them weren't sure it really was Jesus. He told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and earth. It was the words of Jesus that finally convinced disciples that he truly was the risen Christ. Our focus today will be on the power of Jesus' words, even over his mighty acts. Now, here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. Tomorrow, I want to bring the study of the first gospel, the book called Matthew, to a close. For many programs, I have focused on the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. 
the core of the Christian message, the heart of the gospel. Without a proper view of his death in our stead, and without a proper view of his resurrection so that he could give us his eternity-type life, the Christian message and the gospel is nothing. I begin today with the words of Matthew in 28, verses 16 to 17. The chief priests and the elders bribed the soldiers who had guarded the tomb that they should make a public declaration and that they should say, His disciples came during the night and stole him away while we were asleep. They were afraid that if a rumor of Jesus' disappearance should reach the governor, he would be very hard on the soldiers. But they were more afraid that the disciples and followers of Jesus would claim that Jesus had been raised, and that would be a disaster. So the soldiers took the money and circulated the fraudulent message. Interestingly enough, that same solution, that Jesus' body was stolen from the tomb, is still offered by some who simply cannot believe that Jesus was bodily brought back to life by God, who, after all, is the creator of life itself. Well, Matthew's last paragraph begins with the words, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given me. Chapter 28, 16 to 18. Jesus made a total of at least 11 appearances after his resurrection. Some of them were in Jerusalem, although Matthew doesn't mention those. Matthew mentions the return to Galilee. They met at a prearranged location where the 11 disciples and other followers of Jesus saw him and worshipped him, but some doubted. The word that Matthew chooses indicates not so much disbelief as hesitation. Why did some of his followers hesitate? Evidently the resurrection wasn't the problem, but perhaps some weren't quite sure who he was. Sometimes Jesus had not been instantly recognized. Interesting. Not even the resurrection appearances of Jesus removed all doubt. But when he spoke, then all doubt was removed. I am constantly amazed at the focus of the Bible on the words of God. It's the word of God that is the highest criterion and carrier of truth. It was when Jesus said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given me, that those who hesitated were convinced. It's the word of Jesus and the word of God that needs to be believed and followed. But even then, the disciples and other followers of Jesus weren't immediately transformed from spiritual weaklings into spiritual giants. Not even the resurrection accomplished that. It wasn't until the Holy Spirit came upon them at Pentecost that that transformation took place. It's a tragedy that not everyone will believe in Jesus even with the resurrection as the greatest sign and attestation to the truth of his words. 
Not everyone believes when signs are given. They didn't in Moses' day nor in Elijah's, and they didn't in Jesus' day. The rich man in the story about Lazarus in Luke 16 proves that. The rich man in hell wanted someone from that dimension to be brought back to earth to convince his family of the terribleness of that place. Jesus said, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. That's a tragic truth. Even though the physical bodily resurrection of Christ is the best attested fact in history, some will not believe. Paul spoke to Festus and to King Agrippa. When he got to the resurrection of Jesus, Festus interrupted and said, Your learning is driving you insane. Acts 26, 24. He and the king knew the facts. They knew exactly what had happened that first Easter morning, but they chose not to be impacted by truth. They knew the Easter facts, but they refused to go on to the Easter faith. Yet that is the only hope for every individual. If Christ isn't raised, or if his resurrection is ignored and passed by, then any faith is useless. That's what Paul told the Corinthians. Indeed, the resurrection is the only hope for our world. An aged chancellor once asked a famous evangelist, Young man, do you believe that Jesus is alive? The evangelist said, Yes, I do. Then this wartime chancellor said, So do I, if Jesus Christ is not alive then I see no hope for the world. It is the fact of the resurrection that gives me hope for the future. It is reported that as this aged chancellor spoke those words, his eyes lifted up. Yes, it's an historical fact that Jesus arose. And the only hope for humans is the hope that the resurrection of Jesus Christ offers. Earliest records indicate that the message of the earliest Christians across Asia, Africa, and Europe was not primarily theological nor even religious. It was historical. It was the historical fact that Jesus rose from the dead. It was that overpowering event that captivated those early Christians and that dominated their message. We Christians are committed not to a system of thought, but to a person who lives. With the living Christ beside us, we can face anything, even death, man's greatest enemy. Jesus, because he lives, stands with every Christian who has lost hope, who is depressed or discouraged. Because he lives, he stands at every graveside, and attends every funeral and assures those who are sorrowing with the words, I am the resurrection and the life. And because he lives, he can say, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus is alive. And because he is, another day will dawn for everyone who has his resurrection life. 
Have you had a personal encounter with the risen Christ? Nothing less will satisfy the longing in your soul. We shall rise, we shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise. In the resurrection morning, when the dead in Christ shall rise, we shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise. And the saints will come rejoicing, and no tears will there be found. We shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise. We shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise, amen. We shall rise, hallelujah, in the resurrection morning. When this prison bars are broken, we shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise. In this resurrection morning, blessed thought it is to be. We shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise. I shall see my blessed Savior, who so freely died for me. We shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise. We shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise, amen. We shall rise, hallelujah, in the resurrection morning. When death's prison bars are broken, we shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise. In the resurrection morning, we shall meet him in the air. We shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise. And be carried up to glory to our home so bright and fair. We shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise. We shall rise, hallelujah, we shall rise, amen. We shall rise, hallelujah, in the resurrection morning. When this prison bars are broken, we shall rise, 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 we shall rise. What's new is a radio of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA.